FM Talk Podcast. The following is a paid program. FM News Talk 97.1. You're listening to the Ion Health Show with Dr. Michael Jones. Uh, we got Eric Robert on the board, and we've got me, Dr. Steve Harvey. Uh, we got a few things we're going to talk about. So uh, I'm kind of excited about this morning. Kind, how about, kind how about of you a, guys? Kind of a smorgasbord. Yeah. A smorgasbord. Yeah. yeah. This is, yeah. we've only gotten to do this once or twice so far, yeah. but it's where we have Dr. Jones and Dr. Harvey and myself, no guest, mm-hmm. get to talk about what's on our mind. Yeah, oh man, you don't that even could, want to go there. Well, <laughs> you, yeah, ditto here. We, yeah. we need to start recording the few minutes before the first segment. That's right. If we, you really want to <laughs> pump the yeah, race. the amount of effort gone into preparation for this, this in particular, this show yes. uh-huh. today, yes, was immense. It really was, it was immense. Yes. yes. And I think it's more. It's impressive by the intensity <laughs> of that short burst of preparation. Hey, a lot goes into that when, thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very intense thirty seconds, yeah. though. You know, a couple of things here. I basically just walked in, and we go yeah. on there. I'm I'm coming. You know, I come across the river, getting ready to cross the river, and all of a sudden, seventy is closed. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. And it's like. That's like when in vacation when they go to Wally World mm-hmm. and there's like Wally World is closed. I mean, shouldn't yeah. some kind of yeah. notice go out? Yeah, going to be closed. <laughs> like Missouri's closed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I thought, oh, so here is we this go. the the Stan Span is closed? No, Stan was open. I had to come all the way down to 64, oh. then come across, then take yeah. The Stan Goodness Mutual gracious. Bridge is awesome, by the way. It's like a hidden gem, isn't but it? Isn't it? When you're yeah. expecting to get on 70 and come across, right, and it's closed. And I thought, oh, uh oh, Illinois, you know, Missouri's not letting Illinois people in anymore. And I didn't have, <laughs> they my, finally pa- I got didn't have smart. my passport with me. Yeah. <laughs> or I thought Illinois wasn't letting me out. That's probably well, that's probably more scary. You know, right? I had a Build different issue. I think it was actually last Saturday. <laughs> I was driving I was driving over to Illinois. I was heading down to Columbia and I go across the Poplar and then all the exits are closed yeah. to get onto Route Three and head on down. I was like Oh man, I haven't I haven't snaked my way through these areas in a while. I better- <laughs> it's a good thing there's you know Waze. I talk about yeah. the Waze app all the time. I didn't turn it on this morning because yeah. I was I I was just gonna come here, you know, and yeah, it would have told me that seventy was closed. But yeah, I thought, oh, it's either Missouri doesn't want to let us in anymore. But more terrifying than that was. Too many people are leaving Illinois, and so they're they like, let we're shutting out. it off. Yeah. It's like the wall, you know? Yeah. The East Germans wanted to get into West Germany so bad, <laughs> and they just they put the wall up. That's a J.B. Pritzker's next big was, plan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, along those lines, by the way, they are, they are theorizing a new tax in Illinois. If you oh, yeah? weren't, if it wasn't taxed enough, yeah. a new tax sure. called an exit tax. <laughs> so if you actually move out of Illinois, are you sure? is this a real, are, yeah, a real debate? Yeah. Really? Actually, in a lot of the suburbs of Chicago, it's already a real thing, and they're trying to maybe do it statewide. Where what, how do you they can't have, afford to live there because the taxes are so high, but they're going to get you on the way out. How do they? Some kind of exit, is it like when you sell the real estate yes, or right, something? Yeah. Oh, an gosh. exit tax to try oh, to I guess, that is just scare you into staying even more. Wow. What a day. Anyway, that was my biggest up. fear. I was like, uh oh, I'm done. I'm stuck. 
<laughs> hoping one of you guys and would sponsor me, maybe, as you come across. <laughs> Suddenly, I felt I felt sorry for the migrants trying to come across the, yeah, the border. Yeah, we'll have to take you as a refugee. I'm trying to sympathize with them like now. St. Charles County opens its door to all the Illinois refugees <laughs> yeah. over on this yeah. side of the river. I <laughs> would <laughs> swim across the Mississippi. I would, absolutely, if I had to. So We got an extra okay. room in our basement. Oh, hey, there you go. There you go. go. I do speak the language. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing. That's right. I got that one going for me. So, and I got a job. Yeah. So I, I mean, I got a couple, I wouldn't be a burden. Yeah. But that was my fear. And then also last week, by the way, thank you and not thank you. It was my birthday last weekend. Oh, well, but I wasn't here not because of the birthday. I wasn't here because I forgot that I had like a child pickup thing that I had to do in the morning and I just didn't think I'd get back here in time. But, you know, we have all this technology, right? Uh-huh. And we've mm-hmm. had trouble with this before. We have these things, the calendars, like everything in your life goes into the calendar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it still doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work sometimes on our show, right? I, right. We've like, right. seen G- it in real time. It's on the Gmail calendar, and you're like, no, it's not on the Gmail calendar. I'm, yes, I'm it's on at the, the Gmail calendar. <laughs> it's not. So we've gone back to a whiteboard <laughs> where we're just writing sure, things sure. down. Oh, yeah. That works pretty good. Yeah. But it didn't work last weekend. I, uh, that's why I wasn't here. So we've used a whiteboard, you know, hanging in the kitchen quite a bit. But then uh, once our fourth youngest got tall enough that she can wipe the whiteboard, oh, yeah, it fell oh, apart. Yeah. Oh. Either the whiteboard needs to go up. I or, still think it's probably <laughs> got higher predictive ability than Gmail calendar. Probably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you don't get alerts on your phone with the whiteboard. That's true. Now there's something. Yeah. A whiteboard that when you write on it alerts to your phone. Yeah. I'm sure someone is working here. on I'm it out. now. See, there I'm you out. go. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Got a new startup idea. It's on Kickstarter <laughs> by 2 p.m. this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> hey, I said that first, by the way. Whatever today is, the 10th at 10.15. We'll pull, we'll, we'll pull the tape. You can uh, mail it into the patent office. <laughs> so, hey, by the way, though, guys, we really do have stuff to talk about today, right? We do. We do. Uh, one of the issues, actually pretty good, relatively hot button type issue. Yes. Um, it's always kind of hot button, but I think around some of these mass shootings, this has a, leaked into the conversation a little bit, and that's the effect of marijuana yes. on, like, what, brain function? Yeah, yeah, and, and more more, more specifically, the effect of marijuana on the probability of getting psychosis yes. when you're older. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. a certain percentage of these mass shooters, all of them nuts anyway, have used marijuana. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I think the three or four last ones were pretty heavy users in it. So anyway... Should be right. relevant. You uh, you've actually found an, an a scientific article. Well, what that was in a pretty reputable journal, right? It was. Yeah, it was in the Lancet Psychiatry, oh, which Lancet, is uh, that's the rel- like, relatively top tier sure. yeah, kind right. of journal. Yeah. It's not a throwaway. It's not a throwaway journal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Peer reviewed, right? Uh-huh. Um, oh, I saw an interesting thing I wanted to bring up. So we will talk about that's a good. Yeah. There's good data behind it, um, and it, so it, it is something we need to talk about. I saw an article I wanted to ask you about, and it was about bias. In psychiatric publications, oh. where the person putting out the research injects a bias into it uh-huh. um, to either um, try to overprove the point that they thought they were going to make or maybe disprove something. And I thought it was actually in behavioral medicine. I just thought mm-hmm. it was an interesting article. I've been involved in several research studies, and I do think there is bias in these studies. Uh-huh. Whether yeah. you want to say there's not, if yeah. you're really trying to prove something, you know, you, you just, you, 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 even when the numbers say something, I, I do think bias gets put in. I've been involved yeah, in studies yeah. where I would raise my hand. It's a group study, uh-huh. lots of doctors, and I'd raise my hand and say, now, wait a minute. 
Ah. This isn't necessarily saying what we thought it was going to say. And, you know, you kind of get shunned from the group and they're like, all right, we're going to put you last on the list of authors because, oh, you know, right. what, yeah. what do you yeah. think about that bias in the, you know, cause we're all humans, even these scientists, you know, they're, they're humans and yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think I, I, ideally we try to remove bias. You know, I think, uh, you know, in an ideal study, the, uh, you know, the, the, the methods, you know, laid out in a very clear way. So it's very transparent and there's lots of peer review. So we, we do our best to remove bias, but yeah, there, there is still room for bias. One thing yeah. I've noticed, um, when, and, and by the way, on this show alone, we debunk a lot of these, um, research articles that get published and then you start digging into the results right. and the methods and you're like, wait a minute, maybe that wasn't as good as we thought. Yes. So we do debunk a lot of those. Okay. But one of the things I noticed being involved with some of these research projects is, if you thought you were going to prove something mm-hmm. and you and it comes out that it doesn't prove whatever you thought it was going to, yeah. it's actually very hard to get those studies published. Yes, because a negative result is not as it's interesting. It's not as interesting, yeah. right. Yes. And so yes. when you're going in, you're putting all this work in, all this effort, you're gathering all this data, and then lo and behold, it didn't turn out what you wanted to. And you're like, I just wasted all this time because it, it probably will not get published. I mean, I've been involved yeah. in several of those. They just won't get published. So it's just interesting. And I think that's how we end up with some of these studies that – get into the mainstream press. They look great. They have all these, all this yeah. interesting stuff. And then you look into the numbers and you're like, wait a minute, like, that, eh, yeah, that wasn't as good yeah. as we thought. Okay. But this study is actually very good, published in a reputable journal. Yes. Good data. So let's mm-hmm. talk about that when we get back. we got some other stuff to talk about, but I think that'll be an interesting topic. So yeah. let's stay tuned. We're going to have more Eye on Health. Uh, we've got Dr. Steve Harvey. you got myself. we got Eric. The whole crew is back together Big again. Big show. Yeah. So stay tuned for more Eye on Health after these words. We're back. FM News Talk 97.1. This is the Eye on Health Show. Michael Jones, Eric Robert, and me, uh, Steve Harvey, MD. That's who it is. Okay. Uh, we are talking about um, many different topics this morning. And uh, just because we like to we like to brush up against hot-button controversial stuff. So I mean, I really don't, but <laughs> you don't, yeah. we didn't have anything else to talk about, so. Right, you know, so, yeah, you know, <laughs> kind of ratings, I guess, I don't know. But uh, So let, let's talk about cannabis. We're going to oh, talk about okay. cannabis. Okay, all right. Open gonna... uh, cannabis of worms. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was very good, yeah. <laughs> oh, this show's going to pot. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. You left the door wide open, man, and yep. I went right through it. Oh. Okay, so Dr. Harvey, as always. It's a blunt joke. <laughs> oh, he didn't like that joke. <laughs> yes. yeah. well, we're getting we're getting comments well, from the peanut gallery. Up. Right. All right. You gotta- so uh, as always, Eric, um, you and I are going through life, and all of a sudden yep. in midweek, we start getting articles sent to us by Dr. Harvey yes. saying, look, yes. we better be preparing for the <laughs> show. Still interesting, <laughs> Saturday's still the day after Friday. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and so one of the articles you sent was very interesting, which yeah. was a, a, a pretty large study in a reputable journal. It was, yes. Looking at something that, you know, you hear actually a lot of anecdotal reports of using cannabis um, mm-hmm. can maybe lead to increased rates of psychosis or yes. at least behavioral problems. Yeah. But yeah. but from my understanding, until you sent me the article, it was mm-hmm. just anecdotal sort of stuff maybe? Yeah, or a- anecdotal things or, or things where they saw associations, but they didn't really know what was causing what. Because I, I think one thing we've known for a while is that is that, you know, people who smoke marijuana are more likely to develop a psychotic disorder in in their life. 
than other okay, people. Okay, so that's so like that, known. That's uh Yeah, that that's been known for a long in your, time. In your yeah. field, that's like a known thing. It is. Okay, it is, right. yeah. But but what people did not know is, you know, people very reasonably could say, well, you know, maybe people who were going to become psychotic would feel uncomfortable and that would make them smoke marijuana. So maybe the psychosis was causing the marijuana smoking instead of the other way around. So we could find an association, yeah. but no causation. Yeah, association yeah. did not equal causation. Exactly. Okay, yeah. right. so association did not equal causation. So, so, uh, so this particular research project, uh, was, uh, was a large research consortium. Uh, there were 11 different sites. So there were, uh, a lot of different people collaborating with this research. So you might say it was a joint research project. Oh, man. Uh, oh, wow. wow. Well, I say that's like for the listeners' three. edification, that's, all of these three. puns were not pre-planned. No, they were not no. these are spontaneous no. puns. They're oh, popping up like man. leads. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm leaving. All right. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So a joint, it's a joint consortium of research. It was a joint research project. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I got literally and figuratively. This is really never mind. I'm going to hold that one. Literally, literally and figuratively, it was a joint research project. It was. It was a joint joint research project. Okay. All right. And it was. um, So they took 901 patients with their first ever episode of psychosis okay and as a reminder psychosis is when, is when people start to have hallucinations like they hear voices they see things that aren't really there or they start to get delusions like they think there's something implanted in their head or they think there's a you know that they're being spied on when they're really not things like that okay so that's that that's psychosis so they took 901 people with psychosis and then they took uh 1237 people who were control subjects, people who did not have a psychosis, but they were like matched for age and gender mm, and place where they lived and things like that over those 11 sites. And, um, so what, what they found without going into, without going into too much detail is that on both the individual level and also on the, uh, on the location level, you could see a big difference in the rate of psychosis, depending on whether or not people smoked marijuana on a daily basis or if they smoked high-potency marijuana. So and, and as far as they could tell from this study, people who used low-potency marijuana or people who just smoked occasionally did not have an increased risk of psychosis as far as they could tell. Okay. All right. But people who smoked every day or people who smoked high strength marijuana or both people who smoked high strength marijuana every day, those would have a, a, a five fold increase. So wow. five times the risk of developing a psychotic disorder later in life. And the risk was especially high on, in those who started smoking uh, early, like at 15 or younger. And was, was there any relationship between the length of regular usage and the likely, presumably the longer you've smoked, high potency marijuana on a daily basis, the higher that risk goes, or is, is it just kind of any episode? Yeah, I, I think, it? I think any episode. Yeah. Really interesting. Any episode. Yeah. Huh. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. scary because, um, and again, I, I, we were talking a little bit before we went on there. I don't want to be a prude about this. Normally when it comes to things like this, I have maybe a libertarian stance, mm-hmm. except when it comes to kids. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. just like we don't like 15 year olds drink beer whenever they want. Yeah. yeah. Because right. if we did, 
who knows how much they would drink and they yeah. wouldn't be able to you know, control themselves and all of that. We, we control that. Mm-hmm. It seems like to me, and maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like to me that in society over maybe the last 20 to 25 years, we have downplayed the effects, the negative effects of marijuana because it's quote unquote natural or it's, you know, it's coming from the earth or something right. like that. Yeah. And yeah. it seems to me that in the modern 15, 16, 17 year old teenager, high school teenager, it's actually easier to get your hands on marijuana and they're more likely to do marijuana than they are to actually drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. So it's a little scary to me that the study shows if you started early, that's, that's one of the, the bad uh, uh, signs of the study is the earlier you started, yeah. the more higher chance you get, yeah. but it seems like teens are starting it. Yeah. Earlier. It's, it's, it's a high risk. It's a high risk. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also the, the high potency marijuana is becoming more and more accessible too. That's, well, you know, that's the other thing, right? I mean, I, I think, again, I think I'm no expert on this. I'm sure I'll get emails about it, but yeah. I think the going theme is that the typical marijuana that someone uses today mm-hmm. is much stronger than what was used back in the sixties and seventies. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. When, and because of the, the federal regulation surrounding marijuana, so few meaningful studies have been able to be done on yeah. the brain chemistry effects, even, you know, short-term, long-term, and otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, so while there's a, obviously a long history of marijuana use in the United States, and, and you know, there have been long chronic users for many, many years, regardless of its legality, the, those sort of studies that say, you know, how do we measure what this is doing to people's brains? Like tobacco, you go online, yeah, type sure. in effective tobacco on brain or effective mm-hmm. tobacco on lungs, you can have a million sure. articles come up. We know what happens. Sure. Yeah. You know what you're getting yourself into, yeah. right? Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember they bring in a picture of lungs, you know, that you, yeah, you right. see exactly what the lungs looked like yeah. after you smoked them yeah. for a while. Yeah. I so. just always have to think, you know, it, it, I think of those sort of things like inhaling chemicals, regardless of the legality or whatever, into your lungs, probably on a regular basis, isn't great for <laughs> your upper respiratory system. I'm just going to go out on a limb here. I, that's, yeah. yeah. It's probably I mean, that's, repercussions, that's right? That's pretty astute. Also, Eric, I don't know if you remember, we did a show on this, I don't want to say maybe four or five years ago, and I believe what it showed, Dr. Harvey, which may be surprising, there mm-hmm. were more, more high schoolers that had tried marijuana than actually tried a real cigarette. Like a really? tobacco cigarette, wow. right? No kidding. I, mean, I, think yeah, I remember us talking yeah. about that, yeah. And the, the percentage that have at least tried it is very high. Now, as your study pointed out, just trying it is probably not going to increase your risk. We're right. talking about we think. Yeah. daily use of high-potency stuff is what really increases the risk. Yes. But once you try it, you know, that's you, you got to start somewhere. So right. if I'm reading between the lines here, what you're trying to say is just stick to drinking. <laughs> a joke. Way, that was this, a joke. This segment is sponsored by Anheuser yeah. Busch. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, look. Uh, there's pros and cons of everything you put in your body, That's right? right? There are. Um, yeah, yeah. But but it it does seem to me, and I don't know what you think of it, Doctor mm-hmm. Harvey. But does not does it not seem to you that in society we've kind of downplayed the negative effects of marijuana? It's almost like. You almost feel even bad talking about some of the negative effects of it. You're afraid you're going to yeah. offend someone. Yeah, I, I think so. And I, th- I think part of what's going on is, is like Eric said, we, we don't really have, the, the science we have is not that good yet. You know, we have mm-hmm. a lot of things to make us suspicious that there's harmful effects for marijuana, but the science isn't that good, so we're really not sure. And, you know, I think we all know people who smoke some marijuana and they seem to be doing okay. So, 
So I think the science is kind of muddled. You know, we, we don't we don't know we don't know enough about it. But but I do think that the negative effects are being downplayed for sure. And know, just to yeah. circle back yeah. to that PSA, you know, we're not taking a hard stance here on the show. What we're saying is there's a health concern. Be yeah. aware of it. In other words, Absolutely. send all of your negative emails to Eric. No, Eric Rock. No, He's no, going to answer no, all no, negative no. emails. Not a, <laughs> all right, with a hey, nice diplomatic response. Uh, we've got right. more stuff to talk about, by the way. You You're do. not out of this just yet. That's right. So yeah, <laughs> stay stuff. tuned. We're going to have more uh, Eye on Health after these words. We'll be back. Hey, we're back. FM News Talk 97.1. Uh, this is the Eye on Health Show. Steve Harvey, Mike Jones, Eric Robert. And uh, we're talking about marijuana. Oh, hey, I know what I wanted to ask you. I didn't I didn't prep you on this. So this is your this is on the spot. All right, on the spot. Um did the study was this looking at just recreational use of marijuana or did it not specify because you know it's becoming common As nowadays. To professional use. Um no, um me, you know medical <laughs> use. Yeah. I mean in my oh, yeah, yeah. especially in my specialty, um, one of the indications for medical marijuana is glaucoma. Oh, We've yeah. actually done a show on this. You we probably have? don't remember I do. years no, and I years do. ago. The data there is not real good um, because as long as the THC is in your system, your pressure in your eye may be down a little bit. But as uh-huh. soon as it leaves your system, your pressure rebounds and goes back up. So uh, for it to truly work, you basically have to stay to baked a, all day long. A chronic <laughs> smoker of high-potency marijuana. There's some other risk factors where, we recently Where I don't <laughs> have a problem using it is for someone who has what we call end-stage glaucoma where they're not going to see anyway and maybe they're just having pain in the eye. And then the marijuana. Then at that point, it's like whatever you can do to make yeah. them comfortable. Right, yeah. Um, um, yeah. But did the study look at, was it just recreational use or did they not specify? They, they, they did not specify and they did not mention medical use of marijuana. Okay. So, All right. so I think, I think it was just people who are using it recreationally. Yeah. yeah. And you know, there are instances we would probably both agree as physicians and maybe Eric as a, as a studying physician here <laughs> that, that there are some medical uses for it. Oh, for sure. Right. Yes. Um, end yeah. of life issues, pain, uh-huh. pain control, increasing yes. appetite in mm-hmm. patients who are not eating. And then, yeah. like I said, for end stage glaucoma patients where the pressure in the eye gets so high, they just, they, you, oh, there's yeah. nothing you can do to help them. Yeah. They're never going to regain vision. And at that point, I'm pretty, I'm perfectly fine with it. Um, so there are some yeah. U- yeah. uses for it. And so we're not saying um, that, that we're against that. I think yeah. the biggest thing for me is, like I mentioned in the beginning, is what is it doing to our kids? And if kids are starting to use it at an early age, according to the study, 15, that's when the trouble starts. Yes, 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 absolutely. And also, we're we're also not making any comment on the prosecutions of these things, right? Right, yeah. (laughs) Because I think think sometimes it's been heavy-handed. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems to me that the rebound now is like we've overshot, and now we don't even ever want to talk about the negative consequence, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that yeah. that appears to be the case. Yeah, I I, I think it's very complicated, and and I, I think also you know there is, I, I think the analogy is valid that you know making marijuana illegal is similar to what happened when we made uh, alcohol illegal. You know, okay. Uh, back in the day, yeah. it made sense to make alcohol illegal because sure. alcohol was doing all these bad yeah, things. Right. But okay. the world became worse when we did that. So yeah, possibly something similar is true with marijuana, and I have. I'm not sure if I agree with that, but I, I, I have a lot of uh, sympathy toward that argument. Sure, yeah, yeah right, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, right, and does someone need to go to 20 years in jail for, you know, I don't know what the laws are. I'm not Kamala Harris. I don't know what the marijuana laws are, but does someone really need to go to jail for, like, long term for having a joint on them, right? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah I, I would think I, not. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think maybe some of these laws were heavy-handed and they were not applied equally. 
across yes. all, all aspects of our society. They were not. <laughs> right. They were not. And that's, yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And so, uh, so we're not making any comment about that. You're just basically, we're looking at the data. Yeah. And the data is confirming something that I think I was at least suspicious about, but you say it was pretty known in your field that marijuana use was associated with psychosis. Yeah. Was associated with, yes, yes. And, and now the evidence is better that they're not just associated with each there other, but that causation. one causes the other maybe. or one can cause the other. Um, when you were listing off the symptoms of psychosis, um, is, is psychosis just a, like a breadbasket term that covers lots of, uh, psychiatric conditions or is it a specific diagnosis? Um, it's a, it's a specific category of symptoms. It's not a, it's not a diagnosis, okay. but it's. So like if yeah. you have schizophrenia, which has uh-huh. some of the symptoms that you listed off, yes. is that a, is that a type of psychosis? It is, or it's okay. a it's a disorder that includes what where psychosis is a prominent symptom. Oh, I get yeah. it. Okay, uh-huh. all right. So yeah. psychosis is a group of symptoms. Yes, that could apply to various psychiatric conditions. The one that mainly jumped out at me was schizophrenia. Am I am yes. I close? Y- you are. <laughs> you are. You know, pe- people with severe depression can have psychosis. Okay. Also, people with bipolar disorder can have psychosis. Uh, so other. Other conditions can cause psychosis also. Do you know, um, I know you told us this when you did your schizophrenia episode. And by the way, we, this is a good reminder. All of the old episodes are up on podcasting That's somehow. Right. There's somehow you can get them. Yep. <laughs> and um, Dr. Harvey uh, would come on here, this goes back several years, and debunk like um, myths about common psychiatric things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did bipolar. We did schizophrenia. We did basically all, all those major ones. Yeah. And one of the things I remember about the schizophrenia episode, unless I'm misremembering, mm-hmm. was that schizophrenics were not prone to violence, correct? correct? Correct. Even though they may have scary delusions, yes. there was no increased, um, I guess, incidence of violence with schizophrenics. That is, is true. true. That is true. Because a lot of people with schizophrenia have, have trouble getting off the couch or getting any kind of plan together. So people with, uh, people with psychotic disorders, for the most part, are not, not dangerous, Interesting, right? Yes. Because the reason this is kind of a hot button topic is um, a certain percentage of these recent mass shooters have been marijuana users. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And so um, I guess if we're really looking at things, then while that may increase their chance of getting psychosis, mm-hmm. maybe it's not increasing their chance of violent um, tendencies. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, yeah, un, unknown, or, or it might be that that particular segment of the population, you know, un, unemployed, frustrated, uh, you know, might be more drawn to, to smoke pot. Right. Also, right, right. Again, know? association does not prove causation. Right. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I would be, I would be skeptical that marijuana use led to violence, but it's certainly okay. possible. Right. I, you know, but I, I, for the most part, I, I just don't, I doubt right, it. Right. Because um, even though these symptoms of psychoses. Mm-hmm. Symptoms of schizophrenia—they're—they're they're scary, right? Yeah, you can develop very weird delusions. Right, you can develop a delusion that Satan is coming after you. Right, yes, but that doesn't mean you're going to go kill someone to try to fend off Satan and his minions. Exactly, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yes, yes. And I've had many patients with almost exactly that delusion. Oh, thought well, they hey, were by the way, Satan. I don't yeah. have that delusion. I'm asking for a friend. Remind me to <laughs> talk to you about something on the break. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we always say we, we bring people on for the copay, and now Dr. Harvey's here every <laughs> week. Right. What does that say? <laughs> that says a lot. <laughs> and also, by the way, Eric, in eight years, yes. 
that's the first time I ever used the term Satan's minions on. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. we'll, we'll check the tape to make sure, but I think you're right. Yeah. We'll mark our calendar. <laughs> Um, so that's interesting, though, um, that, that, that they don't increase. The, you know. you, you know, we're, we're focusing in, uh, because given the health topic, we're focusing on the marijuana policy and what a, impact that may have on these you know, yeah. uh, terrible tragedies of mass shootings. Um, but there are other things with these mass shooters that are commonalities that you see. You know, there's certain websites that you're seeing are commonly mm-hmm. trafficked between them. And, and the little that I know about those websites tell me that maybe the users of those websites are also more likely to do things like smoke marijuana and engage in other illegal and illicit activities that may be of a more mild nature, but uh, still not socially acceptable in a broad sense. You know, so there's, it seems like there's, we're onto something in these studies. Mm -hmm. Um, But in in terms of, it, it seems like it would be remiss to say, we figured out the key to mass shootings. No, God, it's no, clearly no, the we marijuana. Have not, yeah. right? no, 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 <laughs> yeah, no. Not. We're not even close to yeah. figuring it out because figuring it out is going to require depoliticizing the argument. That'll be easy. And that's not going to happen in our country. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's not, unfortunately, right, yeah. just the way things are right now. Going to the grocery store is political. <laughs> Going to Soul Cycle or uh, the Equinox yeah. Gym is Going political. To the gym is political. Literally every single thing you do in your life is political. Quite frankly, I'm sick of it. But until we can depoliticize these arguments and have a rational discussion without being called names, I don't think we're ever going to get to the bottom of it. And I think in some ways, I, I mean, I, I think there are some people that want to just keep perpetuating the things because they can use it to further their own political agenda. You think people do that? Uh, I may have a delusion about it. I don't know. Am I being delusional? I don't know. <laughs> no, I Seems rather paranoid. Right the there. Yeah. I think you're right on the button. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, a lot of stuff needs to go into it. Um, we kind of talked a little bit off the air. Um, it's kind of a hot button topic. We're obviously not going to solve it on this show. <laughs> we've, very, we've solved very little on this show. We did we, prove that washing your hands was good for you. We did. It took us an hour. But we, I think we drove the stake into so, that yeah, point. So it's good. Uh, yeah, you should looking, wash your hey, hands. If you're looking for definitive answers on yeah. that topic, it ain't going to be here. I'm sorry. <laughs> but also that hand sanitizer is not always typically superior to actually <laughs> washing your hands. hands. That's right. So, that's, that's right. I remember go. this. Hey, hey, look, you well, remember. Yeah, it's good. Learned a couple things. Um, Will that be on the final boards? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I think that was on there. If I remember right. correctly. Very good. Yeah. I mean, it's a topic we're not going to be able to answer here. One of the things I did want to ask you, though, um, again, without getting too deep into it, a lot of what you hear is that there's been this breakdown in the mental health system of the U.S. What What are people even referring to there? I mean, I, you know, because you've probably heard that argument, right? Um, it's a breakdown yeah. in mental health care. Well, yeah. you're a mental health practitioner. What are you? What's going on? Right, right. And I think there's a there's there's a little bit of truth to that. I mean, I, probably the best place to start is with the fact that you know countries that have almost zero mass shootings have the same mental health problems that we do. So, right. just in general, I I don't take seriously the argument that it's a mental health problem. But but there is some breakdown in the mental health system, and I think there are some cases where better mental health care would have averted a shooting. I think part of the thing is that, you know, is that among all the industrialized countries, we, our country, there are more people that have trouble accessing the system, people with zero insurance or people with very bad insurance like Medicaid or something like that. Sure. So people have trouble accessing it, whereas other industrialized countries, even even the least of them 
have access to health care. A couple loaded questions here. You've got a <laughs> rapid-fire uh-huh. answers. We've talked with you before about the shortage of psychiatrists, right? Yes. We are yes. not training and putting out, out enough psychiatrists to handle our mental health population. Is that true? That's true. There's not enough of me. There's yeah. not enough of you. Right. Yeah. Um, part of that has to do with, quite frankly, uh, you know, to, if you think about it, the same reason there's not enough primary care doctors. Yes. When you go to medical school and you start to look around about, okay, I got to pay these loans off and all of that, you may... You may look away from specialties because you you feel like there's not a financial incentive to go into these specialties. Oh, exactly. Procedures are rewarded more than sitting down and talking to someone, correct? It I mean, that's just the that, way it is. Yeah. That is correct. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I think that um, we maybe could be turning out more psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. But then I also want to ask you, in ind- other industrialized nations, is there still the mental health stigma that we seem to have here in the U.S.? I think so. Oh, okay. It, it varies. Right. So that's not just us. Yeah, it's not just us. I think there there are definitely some some parts of the world where the stigma is much greater than it is here, and okay. and others where it's less. But yeah. So um um do you so what do you <laughs> here's a here's a loaded question uh-huh. how do you fix the mental health problem I and mean, is there an easy fix to it you by the way we have thirty seconds yeah. <laughs> all right thirty seconds yeah. to fix yeah. mental health okay Go. okay, okay. Cool. Uh, number one access yeah okay. I think. If poor people need to see a doctor, they should be able to see a doctor. I'm a strong believer in that. That would help. Uh, number two, I think uh, money. I think I think more resources need to be put into mental health. And uh, number three, I think uh, destigmatization. I think if people saw mental health problems sort of the same way they see, you know, diabetes. cancer, sore throat, <laughs> diabetes, <laughs> right. they, they would see it as something that needs to be taken more seriously and treated better. He did it. He did it. Score. Great. All right. He shoots, he scores. And guess what? We've got even more. So stay tuned, folks. We're going to have more Eye on Health after these words. We're back. FM News Talk 97.1. Eye on Health. And, and in case you missed the last segment, it'll be on the podcast, ionhealthradio.com. Dr. Harvey in 30 seconds solved yeah. the mental health crisis in America. Yeah. That's right. It's pretty tick, tick, tick. Pretty dang I good, did, man. Well, thank you. So, thank you know you. what? Yeah. Some of our best ideas come when you're like under the gun like that, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can't sit there and think about it. You're like, oh, here we 30 go. 30 seconds need yeah. a solution. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. If only they had asked me, it would be did solved. Did you wash by your now. hands before you did that? <laughs> I no. did. Okay. In fact, I did. Yes. We've, uh, we've done many shows on physician shortages on mm-hmm. pretty much all the specialties. I don't think there's any specialty that's putting out a, an, a surplus of doctors uh, every year. But but we have got to increase the number of, you know, psychiatrists that are being trained every year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we do. Do yeah. you have any, I hate to put you on the spot, is yeah. there, you have any idea how many new psychiatrists graduate from a residency training program every year? Uh, for, I mean, I'm not sure what I'm the number is. I'm guessing it's low. Yeah, yeah. It's I relatively low nationwide. I think there's been a small uptick recently. So I think it's been increased a little bit recently. I know just just in the St. Louis area, you know, Wash U graduates about twelve every year. Oh, they do. Okay. St. Louis right. U about ten. Oh, oh, okay. I, think, I had no eight, idea they were putting that. Like that. I would have thought nationwide, the number would have been in the low one hundreds. Oh no, no, no it's they, more it's, than that. It's okay. Thousands. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. But but still, you know, it's not enough. Obviously, but the We've number of crazy right. people grows by more. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's think it's still less than ten percent of MDs. For psychology. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we've also talked about this doesn't this this maybe increases access in a small way, but 
making sure that the the primary care doctors, the frontline doctors yeah. are better trained in these things too. Exactly. Yeah. And, and to make sure people have access to the primary care doctors. Cause yeah, they are frontline for everything. And I think yeah. we need to treat primary care doctors better than we do. Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, they get dumped on a lot and you know, as this, the way this whole healthcare system has evolved, so much has been put on their plate. Yeah. And yeah. they are like the front line. They're like the, uh, you know, the infantry. Right. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. they're taking fire every day. They're expected to see more and more patients for less mm-hmm. and less pay. And they got to do it all on a computer now. I mean, it's just, oh, it's, crazy just stuff. it's just, um, it, yeah. So they do need to get more credit. And just like we talked about with psychiatry, there's got to be a better way to compensate them. Um, yeah. To, to encourage more people to go into it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There should be. Yeah. Cause I think psych- psychiatry, pediatrics, and primary care are generally the, the lower paid specialties. And so people flock to, you know, orthopedic surgery and things like that when, when there's a whole lot of need for the, for psychiatry. Yeah. And, 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 and access is important. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, how many of these mass shooting incidents maybe could have been headed off at the pass? Had, yeah. had access not been a problem. Right, yeah, yeah. And I had think, someone yeah. identified something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One thing it'd be interesting to ask, um, uh, it's the guest you brought on a couple times ago. He's an educator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Dr. Perlman. Brian Perlman. Brian, Dr. Yeah. Perlman, yeah. yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to ask him because I think in one of these shootings, there that kid had gotten in trouble for school at school, high yeah. school, for making violent threats against a bunch of people. Oh, well, yeah. Well, so had the Dayton shooter this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 And so, um, when I was in school, they used to threaten that something was going to go on your permanent record. I mean, do they even have a permanent record anymore? Or? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, you know, I, I don't think, or it might, it might get expunged when you're 18. You <laughs> yeah, know, making something. a violent list of people you're going to harm when you're in high school yeah. probably is something that should go on a permanent record, right? I think so, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. probably on Facebook. The closest thing to a permanent record <laughs> we right. have is whatever Facebook, data Facebook has. Yeah, <laughs> next best thing. I guess deputize, deputize Facebook. Oh your no, <laughs> no. As I was saying, I can't remember if it was on the air or off the air, but yeah, if Facebook was a benevolent entity yeah. that saw things like in a neutral way, yeah. maybe I ain't deputizing those yeah, guys. No, no I agree. way. I agree. <laughs> They'll come after me. <laughs> that's why i don't even go on facebook i'm scared to go on there they'll throw me in facebook jail <laughs> or twitter jail. Hey, mitch facebook mcconnell jail. got thrown in oh, twitter, twitter jail, jail. <laughs> what if no one can hear my tweets <laughs> oh my i'm the twitter police oh, what's going on <laughs> I, you know i saw a study this is this is maybe mental health related i saw a study this 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 week it was talking about social media usage and it said the average the average okay American yes. uses Facebook for more than 30 minutes a day. Well, this proves a point that I'm below average. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I just yeah. think about that I as someone who, even, wow. you know, and, and, and I used Facebook for a long time. Yeah. I was never like, I don't think I was ever like a top decile user, but I, you know, I yeah. used it, checked it at least sure. daily. Um, but, but then a few years ago, I realized I was annoyed because I was probably approaching that 30 minutes. I'm like, I don't have 30 minutes yes. a day for this stupid I remember, thing. So I, I remember when you, I, like, I remember when you did it. Yeah. yeah. I don't have time to yeah. mess with this anymore. Gone. And I haven't regretted it for a minute since, but I think, man, that average usage rate has grown and you multiply that by a hundred million users, 200 million users. That's insane. Yeah. That's, imagine, that's a societal change. It is. Imagine it is, if it is, half right? of yeah. Americans yeah. spent 30 minutes having a discussion with their neighbor. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Per Whoa. year. Yeah. 
What do you think of that? Yeah. Crazy. Instead of just being on Facebook for or 30 minutes. Or their family members. Or, God, God forbid, your family. Jeez, yeah. Well, let's not even go on that one. Man, imagine what that would do. You're right, Eric, and we have talked about this forever. Just, this is changing culture, mm-hmm. and it's changing the, our brains. I mean, I just I have to think that, that 50 years from now, 100 years from now, we'll look back at this period, and, and it'll be one of two things. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be the one I hope it will be. Yeah, either, either people are going to look back and go, all these people were nuts. We're using this stuff all the time and look at look at what it did to the way our brains work and the way we function. Or they'll go, you know, there were those last few holdouts. They they tapered off around 2045 and then see what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's me. Yeah. I'm going to be yeah, the last just, holdout. I'm, I'm going to be thrown in a right. indoctrination camp. Like the further camp. we go in, the more I'm like a Luddite whenever it comes to technology where I'm like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. 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 Well, I know for sure, especially in, this, in the mental health realm, they have got to be looking at the long-term effects of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, with as prevalent as it is in society and culture, mm-hmm. I hope there's a con- a joint consortium of researchers <laughs> looking at what, it, what it's doing to us. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I, I had to get that. That's it. All right. He did it. That's it. We're done. I'm out. <laughs> hey, stay tuned for On The Money. Because we've got a lot to learn. We do. And I'm pinch hitting for Bob, so we'll and cover yes. a lot here. Yes, I can't wait. Can't show. wait. Have a great weekend. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Get more at 971talk.com.